0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was really interesting back-to-back days here for our markets. Uh, Nearly mirror image across the board from our internals, from our sectors, where yesterday we saw our major indexes sell off and finish at the lows of the day. Today we rallied. Finishing near the highs of the day, even though we weren't positive across the board, we finished at the highs of the day across the board today. Uh, so certainly a win there and we'll take it. Uh, we have a lot to cover today, so let's jump right in to our market action here. You know, this market is starting to look a lot like it's putting the, the conflict in between Russia and Ukraine behind it. Uh, we're still at 6 out of 12 VRA investing screens Bullish here, and so we've remained bullish on this market. But we've said this on the podcast here for a while. We believe this is going to continue to be a stock pickers market here, uh, with our major indexes kind of going back and forth. And really, you know, we put it, we we've been putting it at 50 50, whether or not this was in fact a bear market market rally, uh, and that we were just going to have to focus on the sectors and the individual names. Uh, even now, we are at extreme overbought levels on our short-term VRA momentum oscillators. Uh, So even though we have seen some good action and certainly come back a long way here, we're not out of the woods yet. Uh, So taking a look at our major indexes, the NASDAQ led the way today. Exactly what you want to see. Tech leading and semis leading tech. The semis were up a big 4.65% on the day to day also getting back above their 200 day moving average, their first time to close there in over a month. Uh, you know, our rule here is always that we need to stay above the 200 day moving average for seven trading days before we can confirm a breakout. We just saw this in the S and P getting above its 200 day moving average on Tuesday, falling back below it yesterday, And I'll get to that here in a second, Uh, but that's exactly why we look for a few days, seven trading days uh, to confirm that that breakout is the real deal. So we're still waiting on that here for the semis. Uh, But the NASDAQ was up 1.93% on the day-to-day to to 14,191. Still has some work to do to get back above its 200-day moving average from here. Next up was the S&P 500 up 1.43% to 4,520. As I mentioned a second ago, it did close back above its 200-day moving average today. Again, though, we saw it on Tuesday, fell back below it yesterday. That's exactly why we have our seven-day uh, trading rule here. And then next up was the, were the small caps up 1.13% to 2,075. And really a bit of a surprise here, the Dow down three-tenths of 1% on the day, despite all of our major indexes up 1% plus, NASDAQ nearly up 2%, but down three-tenths of 1% for the Dow to 34,707. Also a reminder here, uh, as we get close to the end of the month, and we are currently you know, at the end of the quarter here, uh, so going into the next month, we'll be able to get fresh round of fund flows. That's of course, very bullish for our market, but we're also in the share buyback blackout period it happens every quarter at the end of the quarter, leading up to earning season until companies announce their earnings. Uh, they cannot buy back their shares. So that's another major bullish factor that we have coming up here as we're still in the most seasonally bullish part of the year here as well as we head into sell in May and go away. Uh, but really the key point that I wanted to get to on earnings is one that we've been talking about here a lot. Uh, I talked about it a little bit on our podcast Tuesday, talking about the Weimar Republic. Kibbs talked about it a lot as well. And this is where we expect to see the upside to inflation. And you know, when I say that, it can oftentimes get a lot of weird looks. So you gotta clarify what we mean there. And that is that if you own hard assets, you can take advantage of inflation. And there's a great example that, that we see here in earnings. We know that the market doesn't top until earnings peak. As we see it, we're nowhere near that point right now. And right on time, our one of our favorite follows here is the folks over at Evercore, Ed Hyman and team, uh, and they put out comments saying the exact same thing yesterday uh, about inflation and its impact on earnings saying that if companies have strong pricing power and we get nominal GDP growth running at 8 to 10% a year, then corporate earnings per share should have some tailwinds. It's exactly what we've been saying here. And you won't see many people talking about this at all, especially not in the financial mainstream media, Uh, but really, not a whole lot of people talking about that there are some benefits to inflation. Uh, of course not for your dollar, but if you own hard assets, you own real estate, precious metals, the miners, great stocks, then you can protect yourself from inflation. Uh, so really now's the time to be finding a group of people that you trust to listen to and going with that. You don't see anybody out there talking about this in the short term for inflation. Like I talked about on Tuesday, with the Weimar Republic that, you know, it was a a nine year inflationary cycle before it peaked uh, in 1923. And really it was just that last year when things started to implode before that real estate values were on the rise. Precious metals were on the rise. Companies had record level earnings as well. Uh, And I have to go back and double check that it was record level at the time, but with inflation that high in the Weimar Republic, uh that's that's about right there and what my research has shown as well all right so taking a look now at our internals on the day today also here pretty much a mirror image of what we saw yesterday where we had negative internals but today positive internals exactly the opposite to the upside advancing stocks beating out declining stocks on both the nyse and the nasdaq roughly 2 to 1 positive, or just under 2 to 1 positive for both of them. I'll say under 2 to 1 for NYSE, just over 2 to 1 looks like for the NASDAQ as I'm getting a final read here. New 52-week highs and lows, still not able to come in positive like we would like to see. Not a huge surprise though, given the big sell-off that we've had, but really pretty close to even on the day today, so we'll take it for sure. And lastly here, volume. Coming in almost three to one positive for the NYSE, and just about right at just under three to one positive for the Nasdaq here as well. Looking at our sectors on the day today, strong day today. All 11 S&P 500 sectors finish higher on the day. No surprise here. Tech leading the way. Exactly again what you want to see. Followed there by materials, communication services, and healthcare. Uh, our one laggard on the day, if you want to call it that was actually energy uh, was negative for a big part of the day, really flat, though, not strongly negative. Uh, But what's good to see here is that we did have oil lower on the day to day, which I'll get to here in a second. But to see energy companies finishing flat to positive on the day to day, we see that as an important tell from this group, a tell that tells us that this group wants to keep moving higher much like when you see gold lower on the day and precious metals companies finishing higher. That's the sign of a bull market in that group. We've talked about that here a lot on the precious metal side, and now we're seeing it here in energy as well. And on that note, let's take a look at our VRA commodity watch on the day today. Uh, One refresh here, gold up on the day by 1.25% to 1,961 an ounce. Uh, As I've been talking about here, this is a group that we remain hyper bullish on here, both precious metals and the miners. uh, We put out a blog post about it today, detailing all of the reasons why we like this group. So if you wanna check that out, go to kipherridge.com. We got another update out this afternoon. Diving a little bit further into the details there, Uh, so come and join us at VRAinsider.com to see exactly what we're talking about. But if you go look at the blog post and take a look at those charts, we believe that the move higher that we're looking for here in both Precious Metals and the Miners is going to be similar to what we saw from 2003 to 2011, where both gold and the Miners went on a tear, Uh, gold went from $375 an ounce roughly in 2003 to $1,923 an ounce at the peak of 2011. And one of the reasons why we see this as such a similar environment is at the time the Fed was getting ready to raise rates and was raising rates. So as you'll see from those charts, gold loves a rising rate environment. And we've just entered a new Fed rate hike cycle. They said they're going to be raising a quarter of a, a quarter of a basis point every meeting from now until the end of the year, at least. Uh, and Jay Powell, you know, of course, I believe it was last week, or early this week, where he said uh, that they that a half, a half a point hike is not off the table either. So GDX was down on the day today, but we're right at... 52 week highs right now. Uh, This group is not overbought on our short term VRA momentum oscillators, a little bit more overbought on some of our longer term ones, but not in the, not really in the overbought category, I I should say there. Uh, So again, we remain extremely bullish on it. And then also one other chart that we put up there was taking a look at the relative strength of gold miners versus the S and P 500 go take a look at that chart cuz you'll really get a visual of just how cheap this group is. Uh we've had some good runs in the miners for the last couple of years, but really it shows just how unloved this group has been compared to our broad markets. Just incredibly unloved. And these companies have taken that and, you know, good gold prices since coronavirus insanity started, uh these companies have really become efficient strong balance sheets uh, and as we see the price of gold continuing to rise those are only going to improve Uh, so strong balance sheets strong earnings going to continue to improve here we remain extremely bullish on this group and next up silver up even bigger on the day to day up 2.62 percent to twenty five dollars and eighty four cents an ounce. Copper now down on the day by 1.13% to $4.72 an ounce. And then oil, as I mentioned earlier, was down on the day, now down by 3% to $111 an ounce. And a lot of the speculation there for the price today was that uh, Europe will not be boycotting, at least not yet, Russian oil and gas imports. Uh, So, you know, that's a pretty big headline for oil, but... Overall, we still see the price of oil on the rise, uh, seeing a lot of price targets from others out there for $150 a barrel, some as high as $200 a barrel. Uh, they're a little late to the party though. We were calling for a hundred dollar barrel oil as soon as Biden was going to be inaugurated for the simple reason that they want oil and gas prices higher to make the green new deal a viable option. Uh, you know, so many news stories being floated now. I I tweeted about this a few weeks back. As gas prices were on the rise, inflation was on the rise, that the Democratic party was gonna start floating ideas of stimulus checks to fight inflation. Another key aspect of what we're looking at, what we've been calling the big bribe here. And I said to look for massive spending packages to be floated by DEMS, likely loaded with stimulus checks, And of course, tied to midterm elections. You can hear them now. If you vote for me, I will pass the stimulus bill and put money into your pocket. Doesn't matter where that money comes from, we just give it to you. They don't want you to know where it comes from. But just today, seeing reports that three Dems have put forth a proposal that would give every American, doesn't matter if you drive an electric vehicle, if you take the bus or use urban transportation like subways, every American would get hundred dollars a month to help offset surprise, surprise, rising inflation. So we're going to fight inflation by giving everyone more money. Uh, That just makes sense, right? Printing more money doesn't cause inflation according to Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the politicians in DC. Uh, But we all know that's exactly what got us into this mess. Massive spending packages for the past few years, Uh, massive devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Of course, politicians like to blame it on corporate greed or the war in Russia because it can never be their fault, right? Um, Or they'll blame it on U.S. citizens, of course. Um, But at the end of the day, if they're giving that money away, I mean, you got to protect yourself. You got to protect your family. Won't fault you at all for taking it, of course. I mean... They're giving it away. It just, that is the clown world that we live in today. Uh, Unfortunately so. But I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, inflation is going to continue to rise in our view and you want to be protected against it. And we've talked about this one a lot. And if you wanna know all of our strategies for how to protect yourself, come and join us again for 14 free days at vrainsider.com, But I will say our number one strategy that we have for everyone. We tell this to everybody and all of our members to fight off inflation is to take each year 20% of your profits from the stock market and to buy physical gold and silver, not the ETFs, not GDX, not SLV. Those are paper trading. They're trading vehicles. Uh, they're great. If you if you're just, looking for a short-term play, but they do not compare in any way to buying physical gold. No need for numismatics or collectibles. We just want pure gold and silver that would value as near as possible to meltdown values. Uh, That is our number one most basic strategy that we recommend to help fight against inflation at this point. Uh, Finally for today, Bitcoin. Now also higher on the day by 3.89% to 43,871. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.